Episode 119, Long Run Leadership. Educators, is your passion tank running on empty? Look no further. Gretchen of Always a Lesson has a double dose of just what you need. Come fill yourself up with an empowering educators podcast to start your day feeling empowered. Hey, elite educators! This is Gretchen of Always a Lesson. I'm an educator who realized that lessons are all around us if we just take the time to notice, and then when we do, we can perfect our craft. Well, this podcast is for the elite. Those are the ones that are taking the time to invest in themselves, like you listening to a podcast like this one, just so that you can be your best for those that you're serving. Well, I share the lessons I learned, I am learning, and I will learn, so that you can then apply those nuggets of knowledge without the baggage that comes with learning the lesson yourself. My aim is to empower you every episode, so tune in to what's in store for you today. This podcast episode is especially for teacher leaders as we talk about creating a leadership style that can withstand the test of time. Let's reignite your passion and potential. Are you ready? Here we go. Happy fall, y'all. Friday was the first official day. It's pumpkin spice everything. I don't even drink coffee, so I really could care less, but I don't mind a good smelling pumpkin candle, if that counts. A girlfriend of mine left teaching to stay at home with her new little guy, and she just said to me the other day, oh my god, fall is so my new favorite season. When I was a teacher, I hated fall, and I love summer, but now fall is my favorite. You know, fall has really always been my personal favorite too, but thinking more about her comment, I realized just how much stress hits a teacher's plate with back-to-school season, so I can see how that alters your excitement for the season. But I do hope my podcast has been saving you from those darker days and you're excited and empowered and really loving your journey. And if not, keep the hope. Go back to episodes specifically for those folks in transition or distress, because I got you. In terms of today's episode, though, a weird random theme has hit me lately, and it's actually really bothered me. I think I finally wrapped my head around what it might mean and how it can bless you today. So here goes. One of my husband's colleagues, actually he's one of his bosses, but he does anything he can to make more money or stand out in a crowd, even if it means stepping on you to get there. I'll save you from the details, but it's one of those like nice to your face, chummy chummy, let's hang out, and then doing whatever that person can behind the scenes to be better than you or or be in front of you. And it's not on purpose like to be mean or to take someone down but it's just all about me 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 like that's all the vision and I'm sure if someone's like hey what you're doing is is wrong I'm sure that they would say I never thought of it like that but when looking at everything that's happened it really bothers me that that person is all about themselves and trying to make a mark and always be a buck above well later that week I was watching the finale of Big Brother I don't know if any of y'all watch that show, but I get so invested every season. And a veteran was allowed to come back on the show this year to compete. And you're competing to win money, and you have to complete all these challenges. Well, he was manipulating everybody else mentally to go do all his dirty work. And 
help vote out all these people he wanted that were competitors and he thought might beat him. And he finally made it to the final three, the final two, and then the jury decides at the end who was going to be this winner and the jury is all the people that have been kicked off so far. So as you can imagine, this kind of came to bite him in the butt because so many people were affected and hurt when they started comparing notes. He had been like, I'm taking you to the final two. No, I'm taking you to the final two. And everyone's like, wait a minute, this whole game, he's said, I'm, you know, his BFF and he's taken me. And so they, they realized really quickly that he was being deceptive all for the game, of course, but they were so personally affected by, the way that he was doing it. And he was, he was so good at it. He really was invested in you and cared about you as a person. And oh man, that's how he did it. But he ended up failing to win in the end, you know, that in the long run, it just wasn't worth all those cheap tactics. The other guy that he was up against, yeah, he played a dirty game too, but he kept it real as well. Like as people were voted off, he would say, I did this for my game because like he came clean where this other guy didn't, and he probably was never going to. Um, and, 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 you know, but of course everyone compared notes. So anyway, both of these examples, the, the guy at work and then this show, Big Brother, they're examples of leaders in their own right, and they both made choices, but those choices really affected those around them in a negative way. And people get hurt, and people get demotivated, and people lose out on cultivating their potential because of one selfish leader. And ain't nobody got time for that. So please don't be like that. Don't be that person who puts your own needs before others. And you didn't get into this leadership position by doing that. So there's no reason to start being that way now. And as leaders of children and of adults, we have to be ethical in all of our decisions, not just today, but always. And it's not about what's convenient right now. It's about what is best down the road. And sure, this big brother guy, you know, could lie when he needed to, you know, knowing it was just a game and it was temporary. But what if someone you worked with lied to you repeatedly, thinking with that kind of short term lens, knowing, oh, I'll, I'll confess it one day or... It's just a tiny white lie, or maybe they're just really sneaky with funds, you know, or whatever the issue is. There's really no place for that in education. Kids are our utmost priority, and and teachers next. And so every decision we make has got to be in what's best for kids in the long run. And that often means the decision we make daily are not fun. They require risk. They require sacrifice. They require a selfless attitude. Yeah, you might have to stay later. You might have to put more on your plate than what others are carrying. You might have to do tasks outside your wheelhouse or pay grade just to get the job done. And it is really easy to take the short-term solution because it's convenient. It stops the stress. It takes blame off you, but that's rarely good for the group. And as a leader, your sole purpose is making decisions on what is best for the group, not what's best for you. That means your family time or your workout regimen, even, you know, your personal goals are put on the back burner. That way, those that you're leading can reach bigger heights. And when you're taking your extra energy and you're pouring it back into a group like that, you are elevating the success of everyone. And so sure, in the short term, it seems like, you know, you get the short end of the deal. But in the long term, that's where the payoff is. You have teachers that stick around and you know retention of great teaching talent is hard to come by. You don't think of that when you're staying late on Friday to help a teacher prepare for an observation or you know, you're know you giving up your personal paycheck to 
surprise some rundown teachers with a special treat. Do you see where I'm going with this? It's in the moment, it stinks, it's hard, it's the road less traveled. But in the long run, when you look back at all you see is the beautiful view. You've got people alongside you. But when you make the selfish decisions like, no, I've got to go, I can't help you out, I'm not going to spend my money on these people, yada, yada, that short-term vision, yeah, you might still get to up to that beautiful view faster, but you're going to end up there by yourself. That doesn't make you better or anyone else, so don't succumb to what's easy. So I want you to think about creating a leadership style that can withstand the test of time. Not a today leader, but a forever leader. What decisions can you make on the daily that have long-term effects and benefits for teachers, for students, for parents, community, even yourself? Think back on this week specifically. What decisions did you make that benefited you solely? And what decisions should you have made instead? And in those singular moments, you're establishing your leadership style, but more importantly, you are establishing your leadership strength. You have an impact or you can have a freaking amazingly rewarding impact. Which do you choose? Because the most rewarding kind is often in the ugliest box requiring hard work and no promise of a return. You need to begin developing long-run leadership that is forward-thinking and forward-blessing. So let's think about this upcoming week. What decisions do you know already you have to make that you can flex your forward-thinking, long-run leadership muscles? The more you plan for the discomfort, the more you can amp yourself up for it. You know, keep an image in your office of a goal. And every time a decision comes across your desk that you need to make, look at that image. It should remind you that every ting of discomfort is growth for the group. It'll be so much easier to make that decision knowing it's a long-term benefit is going to be amazing rather than just focusing on how much it stinks for you in the moment. Take your eyes off your feet and start looking in the distance. Remember, you're here to help people, not advance yourself. So if you're in leadership to advance yourself and step on people, you have no place in front of kids. They deserve more than a selfish role model. Just think about when you're retiring, what do you want people to say about you? Like, oh man, this person sacrificed so much for us. I can never say thank you enough. You know, write something along those lines. Well, those people are long-run leadership people. They know what's best, even though it's hard in the moment. Can I just insert a quick side note here? Having a kid really challenges your decision-making I mean, it pulls at your heartstrings, which can totally sidetrack your long-run leadership plans. For example, sleeping. Eventually, your kid is going to grow up and they need to sleep in their own bed. And getting them to that point is like freaking hard. They cry. They look so pitiful. You feel like you're a horrible parent. So what do you do? You cradle them. You cuddle with them. And then there goes another day where they're not in their bed. And eventually, you've got this issue on your hands. Because you weren't thinking long term. And yet yeah, stinks in the moment. The baby's crying. It's pitiful. It seems like, you know, their world is ending. And the seconds of crying seem like hours. Then all of a sudden, when you wait it out, they just learn to self-soothe. And they're totally fine by themselves. They grow up to be independent people who know that they're loved intensely. But don't need to be loved on intensely. 
And the same is true of these leadership decisions. In the moments, it's so easy to just do a job for someone when they're frustrated, but that never empowers them to ever do it themselves, which doesn't make the whole group better. It just allows the weakness to continue, and in fact, it just delays any growth at all. So don't take the easy way out. Hold out for the long-term benefit. Make the hard decisions, but make them happily knowing that it's going to be amazing. You deserve to have a great career. A long career is really determined by the decisions you make on a daily basis. If you make short-sighted ones, you're not going to last long. If you make long-run ones, uh, you're going to be golden. You'll bless this education world in ways I can't even imagine, and you might even encourage the next group of rising leaders to do the same. Now that's some long-run leadership perspective right there. All right, Elite Educators, that is a wrap for this week's podcast on developing long-run leadership that's forward-thinking and forward-blessing. Now go out and be great, because you've just been empowered. This podcast is a member of the Education Podcast Network, a podcast network that encourages you to think about your profession and succeed in the world of education. Whether you're a first-year educator or a seasoned veteran, there is a podcast for you. All of the shows are produced by educators who want to shape education through meaningful discussion and content. So head on over to edupodcastnetwork.com for more details.